to the Tech Aesthetic Podcast. My name's Eric. Podcast. My name's Randy. Yeah. And we're Hi. here. Hi, friends. We're here for the podcast. This is a tech podcast, and uh, we got some cool the tech, tech edition topics the today. Tech edition. The um, tech what are we going to talk about, dude? Uh, consoles. We're going to talk about yeah, uh, interesting topic. Xbox, right? PlayStation. You know those things. We're going to talk about some kind of keystone. Yeah. Uh, you um, were telling me about. You it. ordered something today. Um, yeah, so that's I talked about exciting. that. Oh yeah. man. Okay. Let me I leave do, with that. All, dude. I, all I have to do is like hint at that, and oh, you just no. like chomp at the bit. Like, I you have are to. Just, I have to. You're just ready to go. So, I'm you like, know, let's my just... My hype isn't there, but... <laughs> let's, we'll talk about it right now, yeah. because we right, have oh, to. Oh, here we go. So, we go. I hold have then, to just leave Hold on, hold on. If you're talking about this, I get to talk about camera stuff. Oh, dude, I'm all about camera stuff. Dude. Right, in dude. fact, you know, it's like that light you tried to get me to get. Um, I'm really close to buying it because it is so good. It's, it's busted, so right, good. man? It's yeah. busted, dude. It's yeah. not like the price um that i wanted to pay right now but then it's also the best light ever yeah so. <laughs> yeah yeah dude yeah i was gonna say yeah. like for what it does and for what it has it's, yeah. it's not that different than the yeah. than the than the amaran you have now yeah, but anyway yeah, yeah anyway you bought something so i bought something and honestly i gotta give randy a shout out for this because this Aww. is all thanks to him so you know, we you guys know we talk Steam Deck, and I'm very excited about it. I'm, like, unbelievably excited about it. And I'm so excited that, you know, I asked Randy, uh, and while well, Randy graciously offered, he's like, yo, man, like, my position in line is my literally position, 30 man. minutes ahead of you. Now, they um, put that into context, right? Because, yeah. like, 30 minutes doesn't sound like a lot. It doesn't. You know what I mean? But so. in this case, so the way the orders have been um, with the fi- specifically U.S. 512 orders, they've been um, unable to ship past like the 30 minute, the first 30 minutes of orders. They haven't so really broken. Let me that ask you a question. Now. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Why is that? Is well, that supply chain? Is there something in there that's like super unique? Mm, like, no, like- I think it's a few things. I think one of it is supply chain. But I think it's Valve not having that logistics uh, kind of supply chain established for hardware. Sure, because like I was right? reading something, and, and, and like again, like it's it's internet articles, yeah. right? But they said that like Steam Deck didn't even ship like twenty thousand units yet. I don't know if that's true or not, but it wouldn't surprise me, right? Like, so the problem is Valve really just doesn't have it set up. Like, think about the hardware they they put out, right? They they got like the they did the steam controller not anymore they did like the oh is steam that discontinued Link. yeah i don't think it's in production anymore i think it's just ask you a question since you, yeah. since, since you brought it up why did the steam link fail the steam link i think is just redundant like you can because, because the app is on like everything else yeah and honestly okay. i have a steam link they I have one too. They, they did like the five dollar get a steam mm-hmm. link thing and i was like why not that's why i have one uh, as well yeah and, actually yeah and like I used it, um, I think the wireless sucked on it. It has to be wired. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just not that good. It's just like it's yeah. why you don't need it anymore. Like you can stream now. Like I can do Steam Link to my Apple TVs, sure. or you yeah, probably can do sense. it on um, like any other sort of popular Android TV kind of device. I think there's only one, right? Is 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 there well, more the Android TV TVs? Is the one the I care TV? about, you know. Yeah, but, but like is there actually other ones? Well, I, I think Sony ones. TVs come with it like built in. Yeah, uh, but that's built in, right? Like that's yeah. not something you can Other buy. than that, like yeah, I think the most uh, Does Google sell one? No, they just have the Chromecast now. Yeah, but, but don't they have like an upgraded Chromecast that has Google TV on it? I think so. I, 
I don't know. I just know of the Ultra, which is like the 4K boy, and then yeah. like the normal one. But no, I think they sell like I, I'm, I'm gonna. Look That'd it be cool up. if they did. Yeah, check it out. Um, man. Check it out. Um, yeah, because uh, I'm just gonna type in Google TV and see what I get off of uh, uh, off my search results. But I'm pretty sure they sell one. But yeah, but like now you can get the app for it. Um, and yeah, I guess that makes yeah, sense. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean they they have Chromecast with Google TV now. Which is fifty dollars, and so it's an all-in-one. It comes with a remote and everything. So I'll oh, send wow, you. The, okay. I'll send you the link so you can kind of okay. get eyes on it. And then they have one that's like HBO Max bundle with three months HBO Max included. Whatever sounds pretty boring to me. But it's kind of cool, right? Yeah, but those bundles always suck, right? Because yeah. like it's uh, it's, it's gonna sound really weird, but like I bought a phone case yesterday, right? Oh, and, um, interesting. And it came with three free months of Apple Music, but it's for new subscribers only. Oh no! So like, I feel like you know, like the loyal the the loyal boys always get like shafted. You know what Was I mean? that straight it's from like, Apple? No, it's from Best Buy. Oh, okay, so Best Buy, you bought a case and they gave you a a free trial to Apple trial. Music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but only for new for, for new customers. I mean, that doesn't cost Apple anything. That's literally just to get yeah, people right. in. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like, oh, Which I'll is half it. the yeah. battle. So if they so, can get people you, in. Uh, how about you give some uh, existing customers, you know, a free three months? Yeah, cool. no, it doesn't. You already, you already uh, drink the Kool Aid, so in. they right. gotta give everyone the first hit is free. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's how it works. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, what the hell were we talking about? So yeah, the Steam uh, the, Link. The, yeah, that, yeah, that boy. So going back in time, Steam Link f- f- kind of flopped. It wasn't really useful for anybody. Um, I mean, I'm sure some people used it, but like, then they did the index. So like the index, they barely pump those out. Right. And the, honestly, the market for that isn't huge. Yeah. It's bizarre. Right? World it's very to me expensive. That, like, up until right? like maybe like eight months ago. Right. Like there was still like a lead time for those. Yeah. And, and you know that's I mean? the thing. The index is a thousand dollars for the bundle. So that's like already limiting your customer Audience, base. Right. Yeah. So it's it's very uh, it's still a premium product and not many people. And VR are is already it. niche, right? It is. So now you have the Steam Deck that comes in and it's got a very low entry point, right? Three hundred and fifty dollars, I think, is the cheapest one, and then up to like six hundred and some for the more premium one, which is a little bit easier to swallow. It's not as niche of a product because it's kind of like a Nintendo Switch, and those sell like hotcakes. You know, it's kind of like normal pc gaming just mobile mm, you know sure. so it's a, the audience for it is a lot bigger so i think it's just a combination of, of valve not really being like the best at hardware and like you know having great partners with uh you know all these manufacturers and stuff so it's probably a combination of things but what do you think i honestly don't know man like like i i just think that valve is very poor at i don't know if it's if it's supply chain or if they you know always severely underestimate like they're you know quote quote like just in time manufacturing where like they they assume hey we're going to sell 5000 of these so mm-hmm. let's get the parts for 5000 and then 20000 come in and they're just like uh oh <laughs> yeah but <laughs> here's the I mean? thing right like uh, the steam deck had a like we've been holding onto these pre-orders for a long time right like before mm-hmm. they even it's not like apple where it's like we ship next week put in your order now right like it was like yeah a good amount of time between our orders and then they finally start shipping so they kind of I mean, had like, like this I mean, expectation like, it's it's also really weird to me because valve is like the biggest digital storefront for games on yeah. pc and they got and like, buku money 
And like, well, not only that, man, but like the entire ordering process for the Steam Deck was probably the worst online shopping experience I've I, I've ever had. Yeah, like, honestly, it's pretty bad. Yeah, <clears throat> like worse than um worse than trying to get uh, a thirty ninety at lunch because at least that just said sold out, right? Like I couldn't even try anything. Whereas like this the uh, the whole reason like my order was thirty minutes behind and your order was what like an hour and twelve minutes behind. Correct was because the site just didn't work. Right. Yeah. So like, it was bad. And then like it got to the point where like if you just because their site was failing, if you retried like three times, it locked you out of your account because it, that's what it, happened it was, to me. Yeah. It's like well, and I got locked yeah. out and I kept trying to get in so persistently that I yeah. could never get in. And yeah. eventually I just had to be like, OK, step back, wait. And then I tried it again when it said to and it finally worked. But it, that was an hour and 16 minutes in. Yeah. And that's why your order was like way ahead of mine, because like their website was weird. Yeah, uh, like, I, I just used a second account. But yeah. like it's it's see, like things like that, like when Valve doesn't even get down like what their bread and butter is, that re- yeah. that's that's kind of weird to me, I guess. I don't know. You know, now, what I mean, though? It, like Valve is a little bit weird like that, because if you think about it as the most popular storefront, you, you would think that. I guess it's just the lack of competition that's really drove them to innovate. Like you haven't really had yeah. that, you know. Like because that happens in so many well, other they industries. Become complacent, you know what I mean? Exactly. Because like, like, if you look it's at like, what, oh, well, um, you know, I think well now we have serious competition with the Epic Game Store. I think being the biggest one, and uh, you know they they they've kind of sucked in the beginning, but now they've been handing out free games like left and right. Like you, last week, I think Borderlands Three was free. Oh wow! And I'm like, dang, that game was like new, like yeah, yeah. Seem like long ago. That was like a sixty dollar yeah. title, and now you're giving out, and that's not even the first game. Like they've given out like crazy amounts of games. I just remember, dude, uh, that like uh, when like the Epic Game Store and stuff came out, like people hated it, and and, yeah. and like the, the, there wasn't really a good reason for it. It was just like it's not Steam. Yeah, you know, and like that's really confusing to me because like if you look at how Steam operates, right? Like it's right. literally. It's literally just a, a like a, like a web wrapper, right? Like it still just loads the web page in an iframe, essentially. Yeah. It's and not like nice. Yeah, anything, like like yeah. like it's like a real app. No, it's <laughs> you know, not. for all intents and purposes, it's just I don't know. And, yeah. and and for some reason, it works for them, and I get it. But like, it's still frustrating when you try to like when you, when you when you view Steam for two thousand since like two thousand three, right? Think. And it's still like, and then you go to look at something, and it's like, are you sure you're eighteen? It's like, no, dude, like. <laughs> Yeah, I heard they do that for legal reasons, but I don't know. That could be BS. Because well, I well, it could save your age if yeah. it was like a real store. Like yeah, PlayStation I, doesn't ask you. That could yeah. be an initial thing. Good point. So, good point. Anyway. Yeah, I don't yeah, know why they right. do that. It's yeah. annoying. Yeah. I, I literally, out of spite, bring my age all the way back as far as it'll go. Like yeah. January 1st, like 1900 or something. Yeah, yeah. dude. Because I'm just like... Time um, traveler. Yeah. I'm literally just like, okay, I'm literally this old bitch. Forget <laughs> how old me I am. Yeah. yeah. I'm, the, I'm your elder. Get off my ass, Steam. But yeah, I don't know, man. I There was some concerns about the... Uh, for From the privacy perspective of the Epic Game Store and um, from like... Uh, like, I think there was some um, bad programming decisions that kind of had vulnerabilities and they're initial launcher implementation and i'll be honest with you about that yeah uh, and like not to cut you off but like i just live my life assuming that everything has a vulnerability that just hasn't been discovered yet you know what i mean 
Well, like, that's the facts, right? Yeah. So, like, um, and, and like, I don't even know if it's being actively exploited or not, right? Because you wouldn't know until the vulnerability is discovered. So, well, that's another thing: is a vulnerability might not be a risk, right? Because right. Because, like, right. it might be like, okay, if someone's on your land, they can exploit this, but dude, no one's on your land. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's not a risk factor yeah. for you. But yeah, um, yeah I, mean, I ran I ran into that today when like. Uh, we we run like a small intranet at work, right? And like one one of the things we run on our intranet as a web portal. And then he's like, "How come this website's not secure? How come there's no security certificate? How yeah, come Google's okay. telling me? I'm like, "Well, it's an intranet, dude." So yeah, <laughs> it's down. local. It's yeah. LAN. You're fine. Um, yeah, I get it. Uh, I mean, are you were you still running HTTPS? It just was self signed or something. Yeah, or, yeah. And it's still secure. Like it's just not. It's well, it's secure as in it's the traffic still being encrypted, yeah, end to end. It's just not trusted, right? Yeah, you can't trust that the end user is who it says it is unless you have the certificates. But <sighs> anyway, but anyway dude, you got me stressed out because certificates are my life at work. Holy shit, yeah, there you go. Stress <laughs> you out. But anyway, back to Steam. Uh, yeah. yeah, so you got your order in, yeah, I got my order in. So, so Randy graciously let me take his order. Uh, basically, and uh, he gave me his uh, account info. I've been watching it, and just before like the podcast, hawk, dude. dude, I check it because I have it literally up, like, in a browser tab, uh, and I was like, well, while I'm here, might as well just check it out, and sure enough, it's, like, there, and I think <laughs> I think my, like, I don't know, man. Like I, I just like saw it, and I'm just like, oh my god, Randy, get on here, bitch. <laughs> I had no idea why. Because like there's days where like we're like five o'clock, and he's like, all right, five o five. I know, I know. You know, like, no, but this time I was like, oh my god, I can't wait any longer, dude. I gotta ask him. Are you sure I can have this? Because I'm about yeah. to check out. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm super excited. So I don't know how long it takes to get. So to I just want to preface it that like I still maybe want one. Yeah, like, so, so I like still have my order. Understands. Yeah, but like, uh, uh, Eric is like the guy who like pre-ordered it, and then he's waiting at his front door. Yeah, exactly. for like a year. So like, like, I'm probably gonna take like a week off to fuck with the thing. You know, yeah. like, and like, like I want to do a review um, for my YouTube like, channel. You know, me personally, I'm still struggling to find a use case. Yeah, because like for those of you who don't know, like. My house is, I guess, technically three stories because um, I have a finished basement. Like, it's two of the basement, but the basement's fully finished. And that's where I spend, like, 99% of my time. Yeah, and it's kind of like open concept. Dude. So, like, literally, if I'm watching TV, my computer is, like, two feet away. Yeah. You know? So, like, it's like, where am I going to... What's 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 my use case for this? Like, it's cool and I want it, but, like, that my use case ends out of cool yeah. tech, you know? Right. So, no, I totally get it, man. Like for me, it's a little bit more practical to be able yeah, to, yeah, because like you know, my family and whatever. Like if I want to hang out with them, but still be able to play like a game, mm-hmm. um, and so it's kind of like a good in between instead yeah. of sitting in my like man cave, kind of like by myself. I can kind of uh, escape right. the shackles of my PC and still be able to play PC games on you know without like mm-hmm. a laptop or something like that. You know, so it's kind of a little bit more I don't know easy to walk around with. Yeah, which I think I is uh, really cool, really cool. So I don't know. I'm I'm super excited. Steam Deck, it's I'm gonna be awesome, for you. dude. I, I I'll, I'll talk about it next. Uh, well, next podcast, it'll be WWDC. No, it won't. It Maybe. won't. Wait, all right. depends if we take a week off. Well, we're taking it. What when's WWDC? It's like on uh, next, not not this week coming up, but the week after that. Yeah, which is where because we normally do the week off, right? Yeah, so, so we I guess do, it will be. Guess uh, it will be. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, we'll probably. Back by then, right? Do you know what day it is? Is it's it on the sixth or the tenth? 
oh wow it's the whole time it always is but like do they lead with their good shit yeah, they, they, they like open up with like all the hardware and, and all the new stuff. Okay, so and we'll then have the rest our... is like app developer, okay, mo- mo- mongoloid stuff. So what we mm-hmm. should do is like we'll probably do our podcast early in the week. You know, if we want to mm-hmm. catch the uh, announcement, like a Monday, yeah, yeah, which I'm cool with. You know, yeah, yeah. And we'll by then I should edition. have the uh, Steam Deck, so I'll probably spend like a couple seconds talking about it summary. Uh huh. But like, I don't want to like waste a couple that. seconds. Then, <laughs> listen, I gotta then? have a lot of restraint because I'm like very excited. I know. Uh, I'm for you. I'm gonna have all the restraint in the world because like uh, WWDC is gonna be a big, big you know week for us. I think sure. it's gonna be awesome. Uh, super excited to talk about whatever happens, but the steam deck, yeah, that can wait anyway, man. So that's pretty much the steam deck, uh, out of the way. Yeah. Let's keep in, let's, let's keep, keep in, going uh, with the, with, with the game. You know talk. what? This, we had a deal though. Link? Oh, wait. It's a deal. Oh, oh yeah. But let's, 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 let's just go games first. Okay. I'm all about games. Yeah. TCL. They're mm-hmm. the TV guys. They right? are the TV guys. So how do they, they leak something? Like, okay, so um, you talked to me about it earlier, but just tell the podcast what Yeah, happened. so so actually, I can do you one better podcast. Oh. I'm pull up the article, and then you can, you can bring it up. Is that possible? Do, do you have the technology oh, I, We I think we do. We have the technology for that. Uh, just uh, that, my guy. give me the link. There you go. Boop. All right, all right. So I'm going to pull it up for the podcast to see. Tom's Guide. Here we go. TCL just teased the next PS5 and Xbox Series X. Is this the one that shows the slide? No, it's not. So let's see what people say about it here. Give me a... So basically the next... Wait, so the PS5 also? Yeah, both of them. So we're going to get a new PS5 refresh and an xbox refresh also allegedly allegedly so do you think we'll get like ps5 pro and maybe xbox series well you know, here's whatever? the slide here's the slide tell me if this oh you have a you. slide i do i have the actual leak dude sure leak me man i want to get i want to see it i should work for you uh i see hopefully it. hopefully okay works, right? i see it hold on i'm gonna copy the link All right. All right. So we got the slide. Game console generations 2022 product introduction. Gen 8, Gen 8.5, blah, blah. Hold on. Um, New Xbox Series and then PS5 Pro. So, yeah. Right. PS5 so, Pro is the sensible title. Yeah. yeah. But, like, no one knows what Xbox is going to be yet. But essentially what, what I believe happened was, like, they were justifying some of the new features in their televisions. You know, like making 8K more mainstream and right. some other video game features. And then they showed this slide that's like, well, in 2023 slash four, we're, we're, we're getting a new PS5 Pro that's not even going to do anything under 4K. It's going to be 4K, 60 to 120, and it's going to do 8K in uh, wow. uh, quality mode. You know, this is wild to me. So, so I just want to unpack this a little bit. Sure. Like, are we getting to a point now where like, like uh like PCs are maybe not going to be like a thing not 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 a thing but like you know what i mean or what, what i'm trying to say at least we're like i don't know what you're trying to say 
where spell like, it out for me because sure. I don't so think like, PCs are going to stop being a thing, man. No, I, I think what I'm getting at is 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 like the gap between usable performance and what graphics were capable of is smaller. So like I feel like even the like like like, like even recently, like in the past maybe you know, like three or four years, right? I I don't think a game like graphically has really come out that like really wowed me. And like the small graphical improvements we are getting, I I, I mean. RTX is, you know, it's relatively small in terms of where it's being used, right? But like the cost to performance, like 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 not not dollar cost, but horsepower cost, right? For the RTX gain, you know what I mean? Like like it's kind of like that like ninety ten rule. You know what I mean? Where like yeah, are we gonna get to a point where like consoles can do ninety percent of the graphical performance, and then PCs are only have like a ten percent gap because I don't know about you, but like I really haven't seen like a game that was like, oh wow, that looks insane in like the past three years. Like they all yeah. kind of look the same. So yeah. here's what I here's my comment on it. I think that we're gonna reach a point, whether it's gonna be the next generation, the current generation, or what have you, but we're gonna get there, where the console fidelity will be enough that's, that, to where yeah, yeah. That that's kind of what I was trying to say. Reason you buy a PC. Right. 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 With that ninety twenty, yeah. without that ninety ten rule, I said, where like a console looks like ninety percent as good as a PC. Right. Exactly. So like you'll always be able to get a better uh, PC experience just because we have like, you know, we we can do more on the PC. Yeah. We just it's just the way yeah. it is. But um, the consoles are going to be so good that you'll you're going to get these premium experiences on them as well. Right, um, right. They might not be so that here's the cool thing about how the consoles are approaching um like 4K, 8K and things like that. They're they're doing very smart rendering techniques. Like that checkerboarding thing? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Where they can target parts of the image and apply sharpening algorithms or like give more resolution to like certain key areas of the image and less resolution to other areas. So they're okay. being very smart with how they use the power within and that's giving them a lot more visual gains, right? Sure. So that's really cool. And and I think that's honestly a great way to approach like these uh problems which are 4K and 8K, right? Like these like, are um, huge problems because that's a lot of horsepower required for gaming at those resolutions right. and at the frame rates that you're targeting. So yeah, like that's that's kind of like the point I was getting at was right. like, you know, there we we may slowly be coming or or, or or like getting to a point where like, you know, PC graphics becomes less of a reason to in, invest in a PC, I guess. No, uh, you're 100 percent right. I think uh, that it's really cool. So like for this announcement specifically, PS5 Pro. Uh, I think it's cool. Like obviously we're gonna get next gen. They call it Gen 9.5 on this slide, but. The, the cool thing is they're targeting, uh, you know, it looks like 4K in the 60 to 120 yeah. rent range, which is really interesting. Um, it is really interesting, yeah. You know, because that's honestly like a really great spot to be. 8K, now, the fact they even talk about 8K is kind of baffling to me because I don't see a world where 8K is normal. I just don't see it. Not not right now. I don't I just either. Don't, like, uh, like, I'm uh, sure we will get there, but I just don't see Correct me if I'm wrong, it. but like, you, you have a PS5 as well, right? Right. I'm pretty sure the PS5 box has 8K on it. I don't know. That's a good question. I'm pretty sure it does. I'm pretty sure it does. Which is like why? Like it might be uh, able cause it, to because it, it, 
Like, it might be able think to of the average consumer, right? That, yeah. right that's what it does, right? Yeah. It, 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 it can it's support AK. It's technically AK ready, you know. Yeah, um, which it doesn't mean it's going to like render your right. game at 8K. It just can output to an 8K display. Maybe right. it can do like your uh, UI in 8K. Yeah, dude. But other than that, uh, yeah. So technically, but but the fact that they're trying to get games to run at 8K. Now, you know it's they're trying go. that, right? Top right. Okay, so you sent me something. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Whenever I get these images, I got to like... I got to download them first. Yeah, dude. So, yeah. Because I don't have like a... Anyway. Okay, so I'm pulling it up for the podcast to see. So this is a PS5. And it says at the top, 8K, 4K, 120, and HDR. Okay, yeah, so, weird, right? So I thought it did, but that's 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 yeah. weird to me. Because to your point, it's never going to run anything in 8K. No. But, uh, no. But 8K like, only really makes sense uh, on like a production side. Okay, yeah, I, I agree. So, like, 8K, right, like, even um, even with the largest TV, 4K is, like, enough resolution, I really feel. It's just so good. Like, I, I don't see a point where I need 8K. 6K would be nice. Like, so right now we're running, mm. uh, these uh, displays are, uh, these are 48-inch uh, displays that we use as monitors, so we're relatively close to them. So, at 4K, at this distance, at this right. size, yeah, I can see the pixels, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, for it's sure. still pretty good pixel ratio, but it's not like Apple Retina. You know what I'm saying? But so, at the same time, yeah, go ahead. My, my television is 4K. Right. And it's 83 inches. Right. And uh, from where I sit for that, right. I, don't, I, I can't see them. No, not not even close. Like for most TVs, 8K is not even like the only time. Yeah, the only time it really matters is if you're right up on an, a 4K display, like we right. are with these monitors. That's the only time 8K would really matter, right? Is you have a giant display and you're very close to it. Mm -hmm. Like the 4K is like really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think display manufacturers. I feel like it's they need to focus on good HDR. They need to focus on like great color. Uh, and, and, and that's it, dude. Like, don't, don't like resolution shouldn't be the, the thing we're chasing. No, but, I get uh, that. No, that, that, that makes perfect sense. I don't want to get on a tangent about it because I definitely could displays, you know, <laughs> like I think like what we have now where Samsung's putting out, uh, their new, uh, QD OLED, I think that's very exciting, but we're still not there. Like the, even the QD OLEDs have brightness issues. Like we still can't get crazy hdr sure. experiences uh and that's what i think they need to do and and you know what's nuts about hdr all they did got to do is slap really good heat sinks on these displays like it's the heat problem it seems like that's what uh i, I remember hearing from like hdtv tech they're like yo the heat sinks on these oleds aren't good enough to support higher peak brightnesses uh, so sustained. i i've heard twofold and, and and like not a tv expert guys so like don't you know, right. like, please take this as to just, you know, what, what I've read, and I can't prove it, but it's what I've read, is that also with current OLED technology, the brighter you run them, the shorter their lifespan is. Yeah, and that makes total sense, right? Like, that makes sense. Um, but, like, it's like what's limiting the displays from doing it. Part of it is the lifespan problem, and a part of it is the heat sink problem. It seems like it's both. Yeah. 
but yeah, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, you can run it brighter, but you're gonna your display is not gonna last very long. So speaking of TCL, uh, sure, we're we're opening up a satellite office at work, and we had to buy a conference room television. Sure, and uh, I opted for uh, a TCL. Yep, because it was a thousand dollars for a sixty-five inch, but it's mini LED. So I'm kind of excited to see it. Wow, dude, let me know how it is. Yeah, that's yeah, like really that, cool. that's kind of cool, isn't it? Like the price isn't that bad, you know? TCL, let me say, they make very affordable TVs. Yeah, I, I have one yeah. in my bedroom actually, um, and it's it's a four K. Uh, like 55 inch. It was very cheap. It was like 350 bucks or something, dude. Speaking of bedroom TVs, uh, yeah. you know, uh, this podcast is all over the place. I'm sorry. I have like a 2013 Sony Bravia, like a 43 inch uh, in my bedroom. And I can't get rid of it because of one feature that like I've never seen TVs have. What? Ever. It has a picture off button. A picture off button? Right. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh. And it's ideal for the bedroom because yeah. sometimes, like, I'll put on a podcast, like a vis- like a visual podcast, right? But like, I don't want the light; I just want to listen to it. Oh yes, dude, I so have that same problem. So, so like, like, I'll throw up a YouTube video, but I yeah. don't want the video. I just I, yeah, want the I just want to listen to it. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing. Perfect. And dude. like, this is the only TV I've ever seen on planet Earth that has a picture off button. That's amazing. So, so because of that, I could never get rid of this television. Yeah. No, that's so perfect. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, because I thought about like, is there a way I could hook it up to a receiver and get like, so the, but no, there's really not. There's yeah. really not. Yeah. So like, that's wild. You know what I do on my uh, TCL TV? It's, it's like in hindsight, the TCL TV is not that great, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it runs it's like Roku TV, TV yeah. and like they don't give you too many display options. But I, what I did is I, I, configured one of the display modes like to be like lowest brightness possible Mm -hmm. and like uh there's like a power saving mode and then there's like a brightness there's like a black and white setting so that's literally as dark as i can get it to go (laughs) yeah yeah so that's what i have crazy cool yeah it's crazy neat that like uh uh it has a picture off button and like Literally, I've tried to replace it like twice just because it's an older TV. And, and ad- admittedly, I, I do use it a lot because, you know, I lay in bed and I watch something. Yeah. And I literally can't because every time I, I, I've tried to find a replacement, I check the remote to see if it has a picture off button. Yeah. And then it doesn't. You're going to be yeah. disappointed, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's cool, really rough, you know? dude. Yeah. Uh, it's a good like, feature. It is so a cool fancy. feature. It's a very cool feature. I, I wish all TVs did it. But yeah, man, let's talk about uh, the actual consoles. Yeah. So like are is this too soon? It seems really soon. Twenty twenty three slash twenty twenty four. But also maybe not, because that's like three years. I mean like it probably doesn't seem like that for a lot of people because these consoles have been so hard to get. Mm. Like just now people are probably buying their first PS five. So 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 it seems a little a little aggressive. I think from a supply chain aspect, you right, know what I mean? Because not everyone it's not like you've saturated the market yeah, with yeah. the consoles yet. Yeah. So, because like there was a time I remember reading about uh, the console history, like Nintendo specifically had this problem. This is way back in the day with the uh, NES. They reached like market saturation in the United States to where they weren't selling any more NESs because everyone had one. Uh, this is like, you know, and then they initially were like, because they were trying to delay the Super Nintendo in sure. the United States. And I think it's fascinating because they, they were like, okay, well, the NES is selling so good, we don't need to release it yet. It was out in Japan, but they were like, we don't need to release it in uh, the United States yet because they were still selling like hotcakes, but then eventually it dipped because like, it was like one in three households had a, a NES. 
And like mm-hmm. that was that was like as good as it gonna get. So yeah, and then eventually so it's kind of your funny. point. We're to still kind of like they probably are still growing, right? Right. Like the, oh, oh the for sure ones. they are. Yeah. And, and and to your point, Nintendo has always had had like an interesting sales like uh mm. like 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 logic, I guess. Because um I forgot what I was watching, but it was some some like documentary on YouTube because I'm a weirdo, and, and it was talking about like how, like uh, video game sales, right? And like how you notice Nintendo games never go on sale. Yes, and, and then they made the comment that's like, our market data still shows that our sales figures are still meeting our predictions at full price. Yeah. So if we're still pushing the volume that we're predicting at full price, it doesn't benefit us to put something on sale. No. And like that that, that makes sense it's from a business a, standpoint. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's a financial decision, man. It's yeah. it's wild. And like honestly, yeah. think about it. Nintendo's first party titles are bangers, right? Oh, they're all good. They're, they're all great. All yeah. great. And yeah. they they honestly they're they're so unique. They're so their 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 own category, right? Nintendo first party titles are like their own thing. Nobody's they doing are, it. They like, are. They're, like they're like their own genre. Yeah, exactly. So it's like they can get away with it, but it but, sucks because we come from like Steam, and like their sales all the time, deep sales. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and to that point though, man, like with a uh, Nintendo like being their own genre, I I also always feel that like during reviews, people review Nintendo games differently. Mm. Well, um, I th- yeah, I think you're right, dude. They compare them like, against other Nintendo games. Like, for example, right. um, when Breath of the Wild first came out, that game ran like hot garbage. Yeah. Like, like terrible frame rate. But yeah. it still got an amazing score. Like, if like if literally any other game... Like, like look at Cyberpunk, dude. Like, Cyberpunk got trashed because it ran like hot garbage. Yeah. But because Nintendo game runs like hot garbage, it's like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like hard and fun and great, you know? Like, I feel like they, they, that like, like Nintendo always gets a pass for that. And, like, Nintendo also gets a big pass for never having voice actors. Like, if, like, another AAA game came out, like, imagine if Ghost of Tsushima came out and they and, 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 it, and, and it wasn't voiceovered. Uh, it was just text. Yeah, that would kill they, me. They, they, they would get raked over the coals, dude. But yes. because it's Nintendo, it's like, oh, well, you know, no Nintendo game has it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 it's okay because it because just it's depends, a Nintendo right? Game. One of the things Nintendo prioritizes is a gameplay experience, not really a storytelling fidelity experience. I don't know. I I I, th- I think like uh, Three Houses or whatever that fi- that, that Fire Emblem had a great story. Yeah, and it and that was uh, voice acted. So oh, oh was uh, it? Uh, yeah, oh. in a lot of it. I mean, oh. there was a lot of voice acting in Fire Emblem Three Houses. There oh. just wasn't the main character didn't talk. It was one of those. Oh, okay, right? okay, okay. Uh, but there was a lot of voice acting in Three Houses. Um, but like other than that. There's like most Nintendo IPs just don't even bother with like a voice acting. Sure. You know, uh, so uh, it's because their focus isn't really on that. It's on the game, the yeah. game. They, it's about being a game, not like yeah. a, not like a storytelling experience as much I as it is a, a, I think, a sandbox experience. I think of. to, to kind of, you know, add credence to your argument, mm. um, I've been playing the the new Mario Golf game, and okay. like that game is so f- like I uh, I got it a while ago. Like yeah. I, I think Kelly got it for me on Mario Day, but like it's literally like I keep my Nintendo Switch next to my bed, and I basically <laughs> like if if I feel like playing a game before bed, like that's what I'll play. You know, I'll I'll, I'll play the Mario Golf on my Switch. Dude, we should play and like that. and like that game is so like. 
like unrealistic. Yeah, but it's so fun at the same time. It is, but fun. It, it it still scratches that itch of a golf game for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, like like it's so it's so different in the gameplay, yet it's still a golf game. Right. If if that kind of makes it, sense, it's it sounds because weird. It, it has you know I mean? golf mechanics. You know what I mean? So you're still using kind of like your brain cells to like, okay, the wind is that. Okay, yeah. use this club, aim this way. Put a spin on it, maybe you know, like yeah, yeah, no, it, I think it's, it's great. Fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's a, it's, uh, a, it, it's a barrel of fun. We should play multiplayer sometime. Yeah, I, man, I, I played it with like a couple of the boys before. It's it's always fun. Me and the boys. Me and dude. the boys. So, yeah, man. Um, but yeah, Nintendo do good, you know, on their yeah. games. And uh, but yeah, it's funny that Nintendo's not even included on this uh this PowerPoint for the TCL. Well, it's, like, it's bizarre because like they anything they come out with that's pro wise, yeah, pro- probably honestly won't even be as powerful as like the PS4 Pro. Not even no, it won't. And shit, you know, if anyone's due for a refresh, it's Nintendo. They've had the Switch out for five years now, I think. Yeah. Um, and we haven't had like a refresh other than the OLED, which was a display upgrade. I, and it's great that's though. About like, it. like, like that. That. I mean, um, it's the best way to play a Switch. In my opinion, mean? the Switch OLED was worth the money to me, because uh, I primarily play in handheld, as per our previous conversation. And like the old one, between battery life and that horrific screen, was not playable in handheld. For me, at least. For me, no, I agree. So what I think they should have done, though, I mean, I know that it's probably too much, but we, what we wanted was a Switch Pro, right? I, oh, everyone wanted We wanted more that. power. Yeah. We wanted, you know, like a new Tegra chip. We wanted, um, and give us the OLED as well. Like, that's what I want. I want, like, a, a Switch OLED. You know what with I think that they could do that would be really easy? Sure. They should release a pro dock that just has like a second Tegra in it that just does graphics. That'd be awesome. And then that way you still have your same power consumption when it's portable, but you don't have all of these like goofy downscaling or, or frame rate problems when it's plugged into the dock. I mean, I'd be game for that solution. I think yeah, that so I'd I. be happy with that. I don't know if it's easy to implement. Um, I don't know if it's easy to implement either, but I'm kind of just going off the whole like yeah. eGPU nonsense. Well, I'll tell you what they're going to do. I already, I can read the future. So, you know, they've been partnering with NVIDIA. We're going to get DLSS, right? We're going to get, that's how they're going to be able to do things like 4K, all these things. It's not going to be native. It's going to be like 1080p upscaled. Doesn't, doesn't the hardware need a specific instruction set to do DLSS? And does the Tegra have that? I'm pretty sure, does uh, DLSS require like tensor core it runs on tensor yeah. cores, but I don't know if it can emulate on. I don't think it's going to happen on the the current switch, okay. right? So yeah. it's going to be new hardware. It's going to include the hardware require required for DLSS on board, okay. and that's how they're going to get away with like higher fidelity. It's not going to be native. It's just going to be sure. upscaled. And I think honestly, upscaling technology is has gone a long way. Right now, DLSS the latest so versions are so really it's good. Be- a Steam Deck, essentially. Yeah, and I mean the Steam Deck isn't even that good, like as for DLSS. Like it does FSR, which is like not good. It's like budget DLSS. It's budget DLSS, and honestly, let me tell you this: it's not worth using on the Steam Deck because the Steam Deck screen oh, really? resolution is already low as shit. Right, seven twenty p. 
So, so like, if you downscale, can we talk about that for a little bit? Sure. Because I remember uh, you followed it more closely. I remember in a previous uh, in, a, in a previous podcast, you, you and I had discussed that um, uh, DLSS or, or, or FSR was going to be like the Steam Deck's like white whale. Yeah, you know I mean, like it brought it all together. So, so, so this is really interesting for you to let say me otherwise. tell you what I think. So okay. FSR is cool. Give me your thoughts, but it has to be intelligent. So if you just like FSR the entire screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you include within that the UI, it's going to be so hard to read anything, right? Uh, because you're downscaling a already low-resolution image. Not really downscaling, but you're rendering the game at, like, a lower resolution, right? So it might be, like, really low, and then you're upscaling it to native so that you're you're taking a low-resolution, and then you're upscaling to 720p, which is already mm-hmm. a low-resolution. So... It's it's really hard when you don't have that much information to work with. Like a okay. 1080p image has enough on screen resolution wise, where if you upscale it to 4K, you can you can kind of uh, you can kind of get that fidelity. You All right, can, that makes sense. You know what that I mean? It sense. has enough yeah. to work with, but like at at lower resolutions, it's just not enough. It's just not enough. One thing I saw is uh, if a game supports FSR like within the game and not really like the global Steam Deck Steam Deck FSR implementation, it's better because then they can um, they can do intelligent FSR implementation where like the UI is exempt, so you can still have a very sharp and readable UI, but then like the sure. the game okay. uh, render resolution behind the UI. I didn't know it worked that way. Yeah, That's pretty so cool. there's ways to apply it in in a layered way, and that is a little bit smarter. But even then, you're gonna still see weird aliasing artifacts and other FSR related artifacts. At that low resolution. I'm not saying FSR is bad, but I just don't think it's what I'm going to use on the Steam Deck. I, I really don't. It's already low resolution. Mm-hmm. So. So so you're just going to run native with lower graphics. I mean, I'm going to test FSR. But yeah, right. I, I from what I've seen, native is the way to go. Lower graphics. And one of the coolest things the Steam Deck adds is a 40. Uh, they can You can change the refresh rate. So one of the things people recommend is going to 40 uh, hertz on the display because 40 FPS is way better than 30, Mm -hmm. right? You're literally getting like, I don't know, a significant 33%. Yeah, 33%, one third more frames, right? Which is a big chunk, right? right? You're getting that many more frames. And so even though you might not be able to hit 60, Uh, 40s kind of a sweet spot because you're getting the battery life uh, uh, gains of having a lower refresh rate, lower frame rates. PC gamer making an argument for 40 (laughs) FPS. Listen, some games you you just can't expect making an argument. You you can't expect. No, I'm serious. Like you can do people like Elden Ring, right? New game, right? Brand new game. Put it on the Steam Deck. Can it make 60 FPS? Maybe if you lower graphics all the way to fucking low. You know yeah. what I mean? Maybe yeah. then. But if you want to play it medium to high, which is like medium is kind of like where you want to be, right? Sure. You're still not hitting. You're getting like 49 frames on the mm-hmm. Steam Deck. So like just save the battery life because you're only – if you're maxing TDP on the Steam Deck, you're getting 1.5 hours Oof. of like an hour and a half max. That's for like mm-hmm. full to empty, dude. That's nothing. That's yeah. no time at all. So right. just frame limit to 40. You know what I mean? And then get yeah, get a smoother experience, a consistent frame rate experience at forty, 
right? Better battery life. There's just no, it's a big win. Yeah. The 40 FPS mode. So that's I what I recommend. That. Anyway, <laughs> look at us jumping topics, dude. I really want to stay on topic, but. I know we're not good at this. We're not good, dude. We're not good. So I, what were we talking about? Okay. Xbox, all that, whatever. It's gonna, it's a little soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I don't even have an Xbox Series X or anything. So I do. I use mine a lot. Do you? I use it a lot. Do you, you have a PS5? Constantly. Yeah. So you have, you have all the consoles. So. Mm-hmm. Is your Xbox your main one? Um, so if I'm playing a game mm. and that game is multi-platform, I usually tend to give it on the Xbox because the Xbox is a little bit more powerful. Uh, but if it's platform uh, like specific uh, and, and like I had to buy it on, on PS5, then obviously I'll buy it on PS5. Naturally. Uh, That's why we have so, all the consoles. Yeah. The exclusives. So it's a good time to switch topics. Good time to switch topics. But it's kind of similar because we're going to talk about the xCloud thingy. Keystone. <laughs> the Keystone. The Keystone, dude. Uh, well, that's probably Kidney just one stone, of the more oh, like kidney it. Kidney stone, dude. Shit. Power stone. <laughs> so check this out. So Xbox Keystone. I don't know anything about it, but to summarize, it's going to be like Xbox. It's going to be Microsoft's It's going to be Stadia version. Yeah. Microsoft. Flavor. It's going to be for Xbox X Cloud. Uh, it's going to be like buying a Chromecast. It's going to be buying a Steam Link, but for X Cloud. I'll tell you what, though, dude. Uh, if you travel a lot, like yeah. for work and stuff, that's probably a pretty good pickup. Why? Because you could plug into your hotel room television. Yeah, maybe, but you can plug your laptop into it. Okay, maybe not everyone has a laptop. How about that? How about uh, that? How about them apples? Could, uh, I guess, yeah. I mean that's the uh, one. I, I literally like, that, work. Does with, that really make it a killer app? Like to because you're going to a hotel. No, I'm just I'm giving a use case here, dude. I'm all being right, devil's advocate. Right. I'm being devil's advocate. Bust your balls on it. I'm just um, saying. Doesn't seem like uh, enough. I would probably get one for Kelly's apartment. So when I'm over there, I could play Xbox games without having to take my my stuff. Mm. Just leave it there permanently. Mm. Can you not play XCloud on like a? What do you call those things? Uh, Google TV stuff? like uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Probably in the browser, right? Like, So you probably could do a browser. You have to do a browser on iOS devices because Apple blocks it because it's a game store. Isn't that wild that Apple still does that? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's, for streaming stuff, it should be exempt. Come on. I agree. I concur. Yeah, so... All in favor? So the, All opposed? Let me just say... I don't really care about xCloud at all. Um, I, I I don't. I, I, I don't either. I don't care. Um, now, now the, the only time I think you should care is if you get, like, free xCloud access to games you already own. Like, I think you do with some... Don't you do that with some... Uh, what do you call it, games? Um, like, if you have Game Pass. Don't you get, don't like, know. some xCloud access? I'm 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 not too sure how it works. Uh, okay. Like for for my mobile gaming needs, I I still just use Parsec. It's just it it, it works really well for Which me. Which is basically your own personal cloud streaming yeah. service, right? Yeah. So for, yeah. from PC, so so like I don't know, man. I see people enjoying XCloud on Reddit. You know, I, I, oh, it's, it's 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 super popular. I don't um get it. I, I think I don't uh, get it. I think that. Again, you know, I think you and I are still very fortunate people in terms of like income and stuff like that. But like if you could open up the world of Game Pass 
with a $30 cost entry, maybe there's something there. Okay, so what you're saying is like you you do a Game Pass, you do a subscription service. Now you get access to xCloud, you get access to... Or maybe, maybe you know. they big brain it and it's like year, a, a one year of Xbox Game Pass, $60, mm-hmm. comes with Xbox Keystone. Yeah, oh, oh and then, maybe that's what they do. Yeah. And then that way, they got their subscriber count up, which makes Game Pass more lucrative for developers to be on it. Can I say something, dude? Yeah. You know what's funny, now that you mention this, is if xCloud, like, if xCloud works like Microsoft wants it to, then they won't even need a next-generation Xbox. Uh, They'll just be the keystone, and you plug the, it in. The Xbox keystone. The Xbox Yeah. Key, you don't even need... Why would you need a console when you could just keystone it and then be completely subscription-based? Yeah. That's uh, it. No buying your games anymore. No more owning nothing. a license, dude. Fuck that. You're yeah, going to pay us monthly. You will own nothing and like it. Exactly. You will own but, nothing and like it. That That's probably why I kind of like subconsciously hate these sc- streaming service bullshit. Uh, like xCloud. Well, if it makes you feel any better, you know. uh, Phil, Phil Spencer has said that there will always be an Xbox. So Yeah, Xbox fucking stick. Plug it in. Stick, dude. You, uh, yeah, Xbox that's what I'm saying. Stick. Yeah. Well, Pl- plug in your Xbox yeah. stick, bro, and and play X Cloud games on it. Dad, whatever. Cloudy dude. boys, dude, dude. That's the thing. These companies always renege on some bullshit they've said in the past. Yeah. Every time, yeah. it happens every time. You know, I, I I can't think of an example right now, but I just trust me. And so it's like there's there's yeah if XCloud takes off why would there be an Xbox they would want right. to they they're gonna go the Adobe route you're gonna own nothing yeah you know true what I'm saying? true that, yeah. and they want to do that that's apparently the the trend that's been the trend subscription services have been the trend you will own nothing yeah and like that's it's really good for them think about it that piracy goes out the window Gone. you don't even get to run the code on your machine weird right Nick? yeah. Like, how would you, you can't pirate it if you can't, like, touch the fucking machine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're just getting a stream, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, that's, it kills piracy outright. Anyway, dude, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I'm still, this, the main problem I have against streaming is the latency concern. I don't like the fact that there is latency. I'm very sensitive to any kind of input latency, um, any kind of networking latency, um, like I, any delay between input and action, I'm sensitive. You're, you're out. You're and, out. And that's never going to go away. No. On an X Cloud type of solution. So that's why I'm not a big fan of it. But people are playing like freaking. Uh, aren't people playing like Destiny Two? And I don't uh, know. similar games like streaming. Them. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Parsec is good enough that I could play Destiny Two PVE. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just like lower, like like lower end missions. Yeah. Um. Would that be but, like at Kelly's house or would it be like at like, yeah, like Kelly's house? house. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, um, yeah, like, uh, like, like, like I've logged in and, and done my destiny two da- dailies from Kelly's house right. on Parsec. And like, it, it was a, wasn't an ideal experience, but it was good enough that like, I wasn't like, this is, this is unplayable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, I mean, I still wasn't the worst player on my team. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I would never like, 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 cause I was like, oh, this actually isn't too bad. So like I went into a crucible match. And for those of you who don't know, that's like destiny PVP. Right. Uh, that's unplayable. That's there, no way. <laughs> yeah. That's bad. Yeah. That's yeah. rough, dude. 
And like that's the problem with any kind of streaming is you're going to have that input lag, input latency, and it's just yeah. going to kill it. I remember when input lag first started to be a problem. It's when I transitioned from a CRT to an LCD display. Mm-hmm. I remember because I used to play Guitar Hero, right? And I had yeah. I had in my bedroom a big-ass CRT. I never played Guitar Hero on a CRT, so yeah. that's interesting. In, yeah, you have zero input lag, right? It's like literally instant, so you don't have to you worry about... You can figure that, though, when something's like Guitar you Hero. You can. But, so yeah. that's when it became relevant. Like, you had to configure yeah. the game for the input lag. And even then... Um, there was still a delay between you hitting a note and then the the fire coming out of it yeah. right on the screen because um, you know it doesn't know that it, it's not going to show you what you did until later. It's just going to give you a bigger window of like you know where you're correct, I guess, mm-hmm. um, on, on the note hitting. But um, yeah, I don't know. It, it was just funny. I remember when that first started to bug me, and ever since, I'll say nowadays we have really low uh, input. Uh, lag on a lot of displays like you have uh, most computer monitors now that are gaming advertised are like 0.1 millisecond delay or whatever that might not be real uh yeah really the case i think is what it says but the 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 input is very low on these oled displays it's actually really really good um you know the input lag on them so and and at 120 hertz it's even better so uh, like we've gotten to the point now where crt uh it's you know, it's still kind of the gold standard for that, but it's not, uh, you know, the modern displays aren't far behind or anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, but like nowadays you're introducing different latencies like network, uh, if you do a streaming service. So that would be the, the reason I don't really care for those platforms. I get that. Um, but I, get I do think that. Which is kind of why you're excited for the Steam Deck because it gives you that, 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 mo- that mobility exactly. locally. And that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. I can run the games on device. And that's always going to be the most premium, low latency option, right? Uh, if you can run the game locally. And that's why I like it, you know. And, you know, as much as, I mean, I'm not Microsoft. I can't see these statistics on, like, what people want, right? Like, sure. I don't have, like, access to big data like they Microsoft does. So maybe they think, you know, they project into the future, like Google, like all these other companies, that streaming services are the future and it's the future of gaming, right? I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here, right? Like, right. again, like, there are a lot of people who are, like, below the poverty line or don't have a lot of expendable income for whatever reason that may be. Right. And, you know, $400, $500, it may be out of the question, like, completely out of the question, you know? Yeah, maybe. So I'm all for getting more people interested in something I'm passionate about, and that's gaming, you know? So, like, while right. I don't disagree with you, I also like the idea of lowering the price to entry to play really good games. So So like in my, okay. I mean, I think that if you can't afford, like, I don't know. I think that what's the cheapest entry to gaming right now, right? Probably the series S series S. So how much does a series S it's like two ninety nine. I mean, that's if you get an Xbox, right? So you could get also like a a switch or something for cheaper, right? So like two fifty maybe like the switch light is pretty cheap. I think it's like 200 bucks. Right, but but then you also have to buy a game, so. <laughs> well, you're talking about if you go for like X Cloud or something, right? No, no, just Game Pass. Uh, oh yeah, sorry, G- Game Pass, right? So, okay, so your argument is with Game Pass as kind of like an incentive, Xbox is the cheapest way to really. I would game. say so. Yeah. yeah, I would say so. And I think that's fair because, like, if you say you buy a two ninety nine Switch Lite, 
Um, and okay, that might be the most affordable console, but now you're going to have to pay like $60 for a Mario game, dude. Yeah. Um, so you're buying a Mario game. Yeah. Let's be real. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to get Mario Kart. Everyone's still buying Mario Kart. Apparently it's like one of the biggest top sellers. Yeah. Even though Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is like a Wii game, a Wii U game that they brought it over. It's, it's, it's just you a Wii U game with, with all the DLC. Right? Exactly. And like, they've literally, you know, been that's been like one of their biggest earners still yeah and it's like bro it's five years into the switches cycle and that's not even a switch game so like you're gonna be paying those 60 dollars and whereas you get like an xbox maybe a series s and then you get like game pass now you're getting like crazy good value right right? like because the value might not be in the cheaper console but the games you're gonna get access to so many so i mean yeah that's the biggest entry point right now but xCloud would be even cheaper because if right. you could buy one of these dongles for like 50 bucks, I don't know how much they're going to cost. I'm just going off of like, say, Google TV right now. If I buy that yeah. Google TV stick, that's, that's kind of where bucks, I'm going with it. Right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like they, they, they may even go, go, go the Stadia route and bundle it with um, a month yeah. of Game Pass, a controller, and the Keystone for 60 bucks. That would be crazy. Yeah. And you know what? I, I'm kind of wondering. Because we obviously where Microsoft's trying to go, but where's Sony? You know what I mean? Like, what are they going to do? Because they have to compete. So, uh, on the whole, uh, and, and, and this kind of goes back to what you asked before. Mm. Uh, despite me playing more uh, more games on my Xbox, right. I prefer my PS5 because of the exclusives. I think PS5 has better exclusives. Like, like yeah, I, I, I just played through Forbidden West and like that game looks better than anything I put on PC in a long time. Uh, yeah. So but, let me uh, actually great game. Um, great let game. Me, but like, um, comment on something real quick. Sure. So, the it, I think it's interesting that Sony's kind of going in a little bit of a different direction. This is based off of some assumptions I'm making, but it's also based off of this Verge article that I'm pulling up right here, which says Sony wants about half its games to be on PC and mobile by 2025. Right, and this comes out after uh, you know they had the company's annual investor day, and they sure. have like a little uh, PowerPoint slide here, and it basically shows their projections. So they want to have like half their video game portfolio to exist on the PC and mobile, right? And mm-hmm. and that's going to be that's pretty interesting, right? Because we've been seeing Sony first party games come to PC. Right, like we've got right, Horizons, God of War, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Death Stranding, Death Stranding. Yeah, exactly. Amazing, amazing games coming to PC, and you know they're probably gonna they, they want to expand mobile too. So I don't know what that means, whether it's iOS or Android or what, but it'd be it's pretty interesting to see that they're investing in other platforms other than their own hardware. Right. Right. Um, and I don't know if that's because. You know, so, they're just making big money on PC, you know. I'm going to take a stab at it and say that if you look at the the, the launch cycle, the games that, that they did release on PC, right? Yeah. Like they're maybe two years, maybe three years after they've launched on PS5. Right. I think that Sony is kind of of the mindset that like, look, anyone who is buying this game on a, a, who's a PS5 customer and wanted this game already has it or they're not going to get it. Right. So if we want to squeeze more money out of this game, we put it on PC because then all the people who aren't Sony boys but want to play the good game, right? They're going to give us the money for it. So 
you see what I'm trying to say here yeah. is like I think that like the it's I think it's more of greed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I think is interesting? Let me just say this. This is another reason why PC is the best platform, dude. We get Sony and Xbox titles. Yeah, we get Microsoft's dude. bringing a lot of their mainstream titles to PC too. You got all kind. You got Halo on PC now. You yeah. got and now we got Sony's big titles coming to PC. And it might be a delayed, but then you know it's still we coming. still get it. And and coming. that's what makes PC so awesome. Still coming. Uh, you know, if you just want to have one platform that can do it all, it might do it late. We get Nintendo stuff too. Monster Hunter Rise was a Nintendo Switch exclusive for a year, and then it came to PC. You know, so we get it all. That's the the beauty. So, since since this is kind of a, a gaming podcast today, it feels like it. Yeah, I want to bring up another topic. Sure, and, and, and you could probably Google an article. Um, there's a there's there's in the rumor mill that that Apple may buy Electronic Arts. Yeah, so I did read that as well. Very interesting. So I think Electronic Arts are selling some of their divisions and mm-hmm. and selling some of their IPs. Um, which Speaking is wild. Of, yeah, bizarre, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. Uh, so this is pure speculation. Um, but like, why do you think they would do that? Because like I, the way I see it, it's like I know everyone's been shitting on EA for a long time. But why would they want to sell some of their beloved IPs or like so, maybe even be bought out entirely? You could pull up this article too because it's it's also bizarro world. Uh, it's my understanding that Ubisoft sold off a lot of its really popular first-party studios, uh, like Crystal Dynamics for Tomb Raider. Like I don't think Ubisoft owns that anymore because they needed capital to invest in the NFTs. Oh my God! What? What? <laughs> to pull it up. Hold on. Hold Can yeah. you pull up the Ubisoft thing? I'm pulling yeah. up the EA thing. So I know Ubisoft was going hard into the NFT yeah. stuff. And then I don't know. I know a lot of backlash came out about the Ubisoft. Uh, oh, it's, it's a Square Enix. Sorry. Not. Oh, yeah. Not, oh, not, they uh, were selling. Yeah. Square was selling a yeah. ton of stuff. Yeah. Um, to, 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 to invest in blockchain. They, they, they needed capital. So like they're selling off all this, all this stuff. I mean, what, really it, weird what a stuff. weird investment. I mean, really weird. You know, it's it's at the it's the weirdest time to do it. Right when there's so much backlash for the NFT stuff, yeah, and then they're gonna pull this out. Um, really yeah. weird stuff, man. Really weird. It is. I mean, so what IPs are they selling? Tomb Raider. Uh, like maybe it's in the article. Uh, it Let says three other. It. it says Deus Ex, Thief, Legacy of Cain. Okay. So like, Tomb Raider is a big one. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're selling these uh, cut down on costs and uh, looking at blockchain technology. Yeah. Weird. Blockchain isn't it, AI and the cloud. So uh, I don't dude, think this is going to be a dude. win, dude. Uh, I dude, don't there's think so this many is... buzzwords in that statement. <laughs> blockchain AI cloud. Isn't like... that wild? Like to me, they're giving up items of substance for speculation. They're giving up items of substance for for digit for, for they're 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 basically buying Roku bucks, <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, Ro Robux or something. Right know what they are, man. Uh, yeah. Roblox bucks, whatever. Roblox bucks. Yeah, dude. Dude. Roku my son bucks. does plays that shit. Yeah, Roku bucks. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like that's what you buy TCL TVs with. <laughs> dude, isn't it wild? So like, yeah. I I really hate what like big tech is turning into, dude. With this bullshit, fucking wild. Yeah. It reminds me that I was watching some shit earlier today about the metaverse and like what Zuckerberg's trying to do. And it, it's crazy, fucking man. stupid, dude. Metaverse like, is stupid. You? 
Yeah. Can I tell you, like, I really want a quest too, but like, hell no. Yeah, it's, well, that's, it's not even called a quest anymore. It's called the fucking meta some bullshit. What the they hell renamed is the meta? They they renamed the quest. It's not the so, Oculus Quest. It's the Meta Quest, is what it is. Sorry, dude. Do you realize that for that product, like Oculus is literally the best name on the planet? Like, no, they gave it up, dude. It's all oh Meta now. God. Yeah, they gave up Oculus. It's Meta Quest now. It's not. Are and they even put the me? logo. They put the Meta logo oh on it now. My God, and they got dude. rid of the the Oculus logo. Yeah, it was like a respected name in VR. And then Facebook came in. It's like, nah, dude. We meta now. And then, so like, yeah, weird. it's stupid. Oh, speaking of a company that says that they'll never do anything, Facebook said that they'll never make you use a Facebook login for a fucking yeah, Oculus. That's and then what like I'm a, saying. They took yeah, that shit back. Yeah, they dude, always renege on stuff. There that we they, go, that's dude. The they renege. <laughs> that's what they do. They freaking say, oh, we're going to freaking do this. Don't worry about it, bros. And then, like, yeah. two seconds. That's why you can't trust these motherfuckers. Dude, because there they you always go, dude. I'm so glad you pulled that out because that is the yeah. prime example I was thinking about today. Primo, dude. I was the watching primo. a video. It talked yeah. about what Facebook's trying to do with Meta and like how we already got like VR chat and it's doing it way better already mm-hmm. with no bullshit monetization, no corporate friendly avatars and shit. It's like Wild West, just yeah, whatever like people, whatever. Want. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying, dude. They, <laughs> they, yeah, I mean, it's definitely weeb. Weebs are on there, dude. But like anything, anybody's <laughs> you're like, on there. You're like, oh, for sure, there's weebs. I mean, dude, there's weebs on there. And I mean, dude, think about it. Where the weebs go, that's where the real shit's at. That's you know true. That's weebs true, aren't dude. on fucking meta. And you know no. what else isn't on meta? Fucking everything. Nothing's on meta. Really? Dude, nothing. Meta sucks. Meta, the, 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 the VR chat clone that they have is so like, you know, it reminds me of corporate art. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. on like the corporate pages where it's like like you have those like weird little people and you know what i'm talking about corporate art right mm-hmm. you ever it's like that where it's like trying to be fun but it ends up being like stupid and lame as hell with no inspiration and no artistic like direction no or human input no dude. human input it's literally yeah, like it's... it's it's literally corporate capitalist bullshit <laughs> There you go. It's like, it's wild. And that's basically what the metaverse is right now. It's not exciting. It's just like Zuckerberg wants you to go in and make content on their platform that that you can sell and they'll take a 50% cut of. 50%. I don't think it's quite 50, but it's like definitely like 40 or something. It's like a chunk. Um, Chunky boy, dude. So they're literally taking like almost half of the profits of any, it's like, yeah. Sucking the greed, dude. And that's what bothers me about like the current like big tech is like NFTs. We're trying to get into the blockchain and use these like buzzword bingo bullshit cloud dude, AI. You can tell right and... away when there's like a boomer in a meeting because he's like AI, blockchain, uh, NFTs. It's like there's nothing blockchain of substance technology. There. Yeah. So when you see Square selling ips of substance that actually produce like actual tangible shit they're selling tangible assets for invisible bullshit and it's just wild to me but like circling back going back in time we're talking about ea okay so now i think it would be really cool if apple bought ea i think so too i think so too i don't think that's a hot take i think that's pretty much a given because no one likes ea no one likes ea and if Apple came in 
and said, all right, we're going to change the way EA does stuff. Maybe we're going to bring a lot of EA IPs to the uh, to Apple platforms, mm-hmm. like uh, probably Apple Arcade and other things. I think that'd be a big win for the EA. Mac App Store. Yeah, exactly. Because what do they got? Nothing. Nothing's on the Mac they have App Mist Store. Dude. And so and Civ Six. What, what is it? Mist. Oh, and Civ Six. And Civ and, Six. And uh, add Tomb Raiders on there. Speaking oh, of, Tomb Raider, yeah, yeah, Tomb Raider. There you, you get go. Tomb Raider on there, but uh, three games. <laughs> yeah, there's like no. Why would you go to the Mac App Store for anything? You won't. Well, um, well you can go there for Tomb Raider, Civ Six, and uh, it's wild. They don't even missed. make it easy to look at iPad apps on there. You have to no. like, you have yeah. to do a search, and, and then you have to click tab. on. Yeah. yeah, it's like why can't why isn't there an iPad category I can click on and look yeah. at the best iPad apps and then to download? They they don't. So the Mac App Store sucks. Yeah, um, Apple Arcade's good though. Yeah, so I I, I love Apple Arcade. Yeah. I've been playing Archero like it's kind of the business. What's dude. that? It's like a it's like a, a mobile monetized because mm. they all are, but it's like a roguelike. I mean, that's okay. cool. Yeah. Well, Apple Arcade games didn't have like any kind of uh, uh, in-app purchases and stuff. They were yeah, like, uh, this one isn't actually like like a, uh, san- a sanctioned arcade game. I just okay. played on my iPhone. Okay, so it's just a game on yeah. the freaking Apple. Yeah, in the in the store. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things about the um about Apple Arcade is they don't put microtransactions in any of the games. There's what else like, is cool you know, to your point about that yeah. is like that Castlevania game uh, was monetized to hell and back. But then when Apple Arcade got it, they removed all the microtransactions. Oh, I thought man. that was pretty cool. That's going to be the definitive version of the yeah. game. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's going to be an actual game and not like something yeah. trying to like that's the problem with mobile games is they're like they're specifically designed and social engineered and fucking like yeah. to suck your money to out. To bait you, dude. Yeah, it's it's like we're going to make the game just fun enough to where like you'll want to spend money on it. Yeah, like so that's like, the way they so do like, it. So like they'll give you like an hour of like typical progression you're like oh man this game is great i can't wait to see the next level and then like you see the next level like oh cool and then immediately you just hit like a like a straight line of like progress and it's like pay pay 99 cents because the first one's really cheap right Mm because that's how they suck you in the first one's really cheap so you think you get good value and then the next one is like 12 dollars that's what they do man like they they, you hit these uh progression walls and then you gotta pay up man and and that's why i hate mobile games because I mean, I play some of them, um, but like I, I was gonna say, don't you play like that, like <laughs> like a weeb taxi or whatever it's called? Well, like, I play no, Azure Lane, which is a gotcha game. Yeah, I was close. Yeah, <laughs> weeb taxi. So you said, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, no, Azure Lane's a uh, definitely a waifu gotcha game, right? So I I do play that. It's pretty generous though. So that game doesn't really. Uh, it's pretty generous with like how you can play the game. Um, I have spent money on it though, so I'm definitely a part of how the much whale. Uh, I probably spent like sixty bucks on it, yeah. No. But like that's kind of so, where I so cut like, the line because that's like a premium game. You know what I mean? Well, you spent a uh, hundred on uh, Halo Infinite, dude. I whale did. day one whale, dude. That was bad choice or, or, too. Or, or, or. Yeah, and that was and I thought whale, that was dude. an investment because I was like, this is the the game I'll play forever. I'm gonna yeah, play so, Halo yeah. Infinite, and like here's another thing: Halo Infinite's kind of like. 
not really their final Halo game, but they they say like new content's going to be constantly coming to it, both multiplayer and campaign content. Yeah, it's gonna... like a like 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 a living game. Exactly. Is, so I was yeah. like, if I put a hundred dollars in early, I don't really feel so bad because over the cheap. life of playing the game. And I haven't spent all my points. Like, they're still on there. But you know what pisses me off is they lowered the price of all their premium stuff, like, after the first couple of weeks. And I had already yeah, spent, so you know, like, money on, like, yeah. their most premium store items. That early adopter <laughs> tax. You paid it, dude. I did, dude. So, like, this is what pisses me off about gaming today, dude, is, like, there's so much, like, scummy it's bullshit. It's predatory. Like, it's predatory. Like, see, like, well, well, like, back in the day, right? Like, that, like, like that's why I, I was kind of, like you know, really excited to play Diablo 2 Resurrected again because when Diablo 2 came out, like, game studios made money by releasing a good fucking game. <laughs> Imagine like, that, dude. Like, that was the criteria to make money. Yeah. Like, like, do you want it to be... Do you want profit? Make a good game. Yes. Done. Where now it's like, do you want to make money? You now make a business model. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, yep. and you and, and 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 you do predatory tactics and exploitation to make people either you time gate progression, so people have to say subscribe to your game for longer, or you make a microtransaction store and you make it so the natural progression to unlock things is too slow that people want to speed it up, or you, you know what yeah. I mean, like 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 Halo Infinite, dude, definitely have the store locked down before anything else. Yeah, I know it's wild, and that's what pisses me off. Is Halo Infinite was like a kind of a sorry state of a game, you know? Yeah, and even it today, is. it is. It still is. There's, I mean, to, to, yeah. to my understanding, there's still no team snipers. There's still no griff ball. There's a lot still of no game SWAT. modes. Yeah, it's yeah. like a, it's literally like why not play MCC, which is the complete polar opposite, MCC, dude. Because oh MCC God. gives you content, dude. Lots yeah. of content. Like yeah. you get. Every game and then every game mode imaginable at yeah, all these great. maps. It's just your content overwhelmed with how good Halo uh, Master Chief Collection is. But then yeah. you go to Infinite and you're like, dude, this is like watered down. This is yeah. like the store. Like they want me to buy shit. And it's like, that's it. That's what it feels like. And you're just like, how did this, how did this happen? It's like the how new Halo TV show, me? dude. Do you see the don't, stuff about that? No, I've seen it. Don't, no, come on. I don't want to talk about it. It makes me sad. I mean, I mean, we can't talk about it, but like, I'm not gonna because in case there's spoilers. like one person out yeah. there, like my brother who like legit wants to watch it, uh, yeah. I'm not gonna spoil it. But it's bad. That's all. It's it's bad. It's, it's, bad. Yeah. it's bad. I haven't even watched it either. I I refuse. I'm sure there's cool stuff in the show. I've watched it. I've watched it the first four episodes, and yeah. then I had to stop. Yeah. It's just but like I know what happens because because yeah. because we you know, we watch yeah. it we read yeah. it we've seen it yeah. it's like bad and I'm just completely baffled at like what has happened to Halo dude like look what they did to our boy look what they did to our boy dude. like yeah. our franchise we yeah. love this shit I've read books I've freaking you know I've been a, like me and my brother like Halo Bros dude like we played so much Halo growing up and like we're so disappointed. And where Halo? So did is he watch it yet or no? He watched episode one, okay. And he wanted me to watch it with him after he watched it, and I was like, "Bro, don't so don't do this it. to me." I don't know. He said he wanted to get my impression. Um, I think he liked something about episode one or something because he he wanted me to watch it, and I was like, "Look, man, I already know everything. I spoiled myself heavily. I re I've been watching reviews. I already know I hate it. I already know I hate, I hate it. it. I hate it, and I don't want to hate it." I really don't want to hate it. I like Halo. 
But like everyone that loves Halo, I see online, like the Act Man. Did you watch his video? Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he he was like, bro. That's sucks. that's that's the one where he's wearing like the Xbox hat with all the Halo posters in the background, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, it, it's just wild. And then I saw like the Asmin Gold react to the Act Man's video. Uh, Amanda, I didn't that watch that me. one just because like I I I didn't think he was a Halo fan, so like I really didn't care what his input was. Um, I watched it just because Amanda linked it to me. She doesn't okay. know anything about Halo, but she happened to see that video and watched it, and okay. she linked it to me. And I was like, okay, I'll watch it. I don't really typically watch Asmund Gold stuff, but he he made good points. Like he he basically isn't like a big Halo fan, but he he knows what Halo was, which was like one of the biggest franchises ever when it launched, and to mm-hmm. see it like do what it's doing now, it's literally just. I mean, he he basically echoes what everyone else is saying. Yeah, you know. So it's just it's wild. It's wild to see this um, happen I mean, to Halo. For, I, I, I mean, for me. The fact that like Master Chief is involved in like a love story, yeah. When like it kind of devalues like the final scene of Infinite to me. Well, what you're, yeah, exactly. So it's a different Master Chief altogether. Um, the fact that he has like these relationships like that, it's not something Master Chief would do. Yeah. Uh, one of the things they do in the show quite a bit is take his helmet off all the time. Yeah, I saw that. And and like, yeah. Sorry, I, I was just gonna say that, that. Like, I have a friend who watches it who's never played Halo, and and uh, they're always like, "Oh, you know, like it's not that bad." Like, I'm like, "No, it's terrible. You've never played the games. You don't understand." And they said that, like, yeah. you know, one one of the things that, like, back when Bungie still ran Halo, I remember watching like a Microsoft developer conference or something because, like, like you, I right. was literally like, Halo was my nut. You know what I yeah, mean? Exactly. So like if Bungie was at a conference, if Halo was at a conference, I was interested. And like one, one of the questions was asked was like, what does Master Chief look like? And Bungie was very adamant about never showing his face because they wanted Halo to be you. Exactly. They wanted Halo to be an escape. Right. And once you put a, a, a human face to it, it's no longer you. Right. Yeah. They, and they, that's true. They and wanted to create yeah. a world where you were the hero. And a lot of games try and do that with their protagonists like the ones that don't have like it's like uh, gordon freeman where he doesn't have a voice right Mm -hmm. and they do that so you can kind of do a self-insert right and that's the same thing with master chief now they've definitely tried to develop him a little bit more over the years he's said more things Mm -hmm. um but like he's always been kind of like the one note badass right yeah and that's been good enough right and -hmm. like one of the things is if you've read the halo books and you've you've consumed all the games like i have you know that you know the Spartan twos are a certain way, and and they're 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 nutty. They're like nutty, they're, absolutely yeah. nutty. And yeah, the big like, meme is like, like they're not to have emotions, they're exactly. not to have anything. They were stolen from birth and then replaced with clones, so their parents wouldn't notice. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like like, and they explore st- that in the show, but like in a weird way, like the, very weird way. The, yeah. the, the the like they have the augmentations oh, no. done, but they're like, the, can I tell you? Yeah. Can it? Can I give like a very small spoiler? Do it. I just want to tell you like what really threw me over the edge and why I stopped watching when I did. Do it. When they started to portray the UNSC as like the bad guys and like the rebels as the good guys. Yeah, I was like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not the like, way to do all it. All right, we're good here. Yeah. yeah. No. But like, like, like I, I mean, like there were there were a lot of problems, but like right. that was like the straw that broke the camel's back for me. 
Yeah, the UNSC aren't the bad guys, right? Like, that they've never been the bad guys in the Halo universe. Um, like, there's been shades of gray everywhere, right? Like, obviously, the UNSC aren't perfect, well, and there's well, a they, reason they're a rebel they insurrectionists. They kind of are gray boys, right? Like, right. like, like, they're kind of like, you know, like, this may not be by the book, but, like, if we don't do this, right. humanity's done. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, that was the thing about the Spartan 2 program is it wasn't really meant for the Covenant. It was meant yeah. for the insurrectionists. Right. So right. that's what makes it so fascinating is like it was a cruel and dark thing they did um, to, you know, these children or whatever, abducting them and making them super soldiers. And it was, you know, it was a necessity at the time, but it was kind of a dark one. And then, mm-hmm. but it turned out, you know, through, you know, through, I guess, whatever fate that the Covenant would attack and the Spartan 2 program was saved yeah. the day. Right. So it's an interesting tale to be told, and that's why it, it's so disappointing to see what they've done with this Halo TV series, taking something that's fascinating and just taking a big shit on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's you like know, they, they, for they, real. Yeah. It, it was literally cookie cutter easy. All they had to do was take what is already great about the franchise and, and put it into a fucking TV show. But instead some writers, and they even said the writers were bragging about never playing or reading the books or yeah. Yeah. Or knowing anything about knowing it. It's anything like, why would it. you, it's like, why would that you like even an interesting write choice? Yeah. Like yeah. why would you have writers yeah. that don't know anything it's, it's, about Halo? It sounds bizarre, dude, but like if they hired us, we probably could have made a better show. Well, that's the crazy thing is we wouldn't have to break the mold. We would just no. take what they did, what yeah. is great about Halo. Yeah. And then we would pad it out with stuff to make it, you know, work. And like, yeah. think about the Halo fans, right? Like, all we want to see is Master Chief with maybe some UNSC, uh, like, uh, uh, you know, um, you know, soldiers going in, kicking some ass. Like we want to see those action scenes, and those were good. Apparently, there were some good ones in the. TV there show. are, there are. Uh, the the problem that I have with the action scenes yeah. is he is almost exclusively using a pistol. Really? And like, yeah. Where's the where's the world. assault rifle, dude? I mean, like it's there, but like I would say that like. Okay, mm, so he's doing like precision like, shots, like blah blah. 90% of the time he's using a pistol okay. and like I get it like it would have been cool like if they like if they, if like he ran out of bullets and he switched to the pistol and like yeah. for the people who played early halos like he got like three one shot on what like, like three one kill one, right. one shot one kill headshots on brutes and then put it away <laughs> like yeah. just give me that like little like like, yeah. like homage to like the old game but like right. literally his weapon of choice is a is a pistol that doesn't like, make any like, sense through through. it doesn't make any sense you yeah. you yeah. it's like having a tank that yeah. Like the, with yeah. a pistol, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like yeah, we're no, in a they're, if you're in a wartime sense. scenario, yeah. like you might like if you're in a wartime scenario, you're gonna have like ARs or something similar, yeah. right? Like you're gonna yeah, have an actual weapon. Literally, he is a pistol boy. Dude. That's wild. It's and it like, doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah, no. like there's so many. It sounds like there's so many poor choices with this show, and yeah. uh, the writers. I think it's a little bit of arrogance on their part to uh, think that they could do better than what the fans already know is established good shit. Like why, why do they think like, Oh, we're going to throw out all that good shit and just like do whatever we want. That's it's absolutely wild. But like, anyway, let's, let's go back. Let's go back to the original topic, man, which was, we talked about halo. Oh man, we went everywhere. We're hopping all over the place, you know, but But it's actually interesting. Hopefully somebody finds our, you know what though? I, I I will say though today our ramblings could be all grouped under games. So that's a yeah. this is a gaming centric. Is this a gaming channel now? Game instead of gamer game, game, game. Cheeto dust. 
Cheeto dust, man. I got some Tostitos in front of me. Oh, they're they're uh, habanero uh, Tostitos. That sound pretty yeah. good. I like the guacamole ones though. Those are my favorite ones. Guacamole Tostitos. Yeah, that's a mouthful, good. dude. There's a lot of syllables yeah. in that one. They're pretty one. good to dip. Like they got like yeah, that. They got like right, a little bit right. of guac flavor on them, and then you put right. them in cheese, dude. Sounds pretty good. Dude. Done. Guac. <laughs> Anyway, let's wrap this podcast up, dude. Unless yeah. you got any last last topics, dude. I you, think we're good, man. Let's wrap it, dude. Wrap it up, dude. Anyway, thanks for listening and watching the Technostatic Podcast. Check us out on technostatic.com and on our YouTube where you can actually watch us. You can listen to us everywhere else on Spotify, Google Play, whatever. We're everywhere. And all over. We're all over. And, uh, yeah, give us a like, comment, subscribe, do all that. Let us know. Let us know how you like the Halo series. Yeah. And we'll see you guys next time on the podcast. 